God, it's about us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking fitting. <laughs> yeah. We're both, we're both birds. I was trying to work out what the like song was going to be, and then I looked back a few pages in my notepad, and I realized I had another choice <laughs> that I forgot about. Oh, nice. So um, that'll do for another time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, Thomas, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, yeah, we're actually starting recording, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm oh, so yeah. out of time because craig was late oh yeah fuck yeah cut that from the recording yeah. Yeah. Cut that. yeah hello hello why are you not oh there we go oh my god so bright today <laughs> i like that i like to mix it up and keep it uh <laughs> keep it um fresh keep it new for you every day it's like what's it gonna be one day i'll just keep it turn turn my laptop upside down and be like oh keep things spicy for me yeah keep things spicy that's a good word for it so what's greg uh not much um i was trying to remember or i was reminded of uh how uh last last time recorded i said i was gonna listen to everywhere at the end of time <laughs> how'd that go uh Traumatizing. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> Did I? I can't remember if I explained it in that one. No, you did. It was like properly. the stages of dementia, isn't it? No. Oh yeah, I did. It's okay. like yeah. So just to recap, it's a six-plus-hour um, album that's in six stages, and each stage is a stage of dementia, and it's like made to uh, basically. <laughs> um, Rep, like how it feels, basically. So I experienced dementia. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I did like journal on it, Twitter. Well, yeah, I think you said, I think you, said you were going to do that, wasn't it? To see kind of how you felt. Yeah. Like, I'd be, I'd be some reason feel like I might be well scared to do something like that because I feel like I'd just be overwhelmingly depressed after. <laughs> well, that was one of the side effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like just, I can understand trying doing it, but I just feel like it's hard to do something if I know I'm gonna just be fucking sad after. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny because I, I seen like another um, like I, the reason this came on my radar is because I just watched a video, like a random video a while ago, talking about it, and the guy like sort of cr- like chronicled his mm. experience with it. And another video came up and he talked about it and he talked about how like um the reason he listened to it is because someone he knew had Alzheimer's mm-hmm. or dementia. So he wanted to like understand what they were go what they went through. And then I watched uh, Chris Stuckman, um he's like a movie review guy on YouTube, and he talked about the movie uh The Father with Anthony Hopkins, and it's about 
Anthony Hopkins' character has dementia, and he said the same thing. Like, he, one of his grandparents, I think, mm. had it. So it was like for him as well. It was like a, a way to experience it. So it seems quite common as like, or just having this as like a, and or anything like this as a way to understand what it's like for if you're someone's going through you, but someone you know is going through it. But mm. not for me. I was just uh, looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> That's as good a reason. Yeah, like, what were you doing? Did you just like lie down to listen to it, or did you, like I'm sure, yeah, obviously it's like as long time, so you would have had to get up to do stuff. Like, yeah, like basically, I I don't know. Am I see when I turn away? Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my right ear. Oh wait, I have one earphone broke. Everyone, so this is gonna be a shit joke the entire show. Back to adventure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't cancel this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah so like i kind of like prepared um like sort of comfort and things like food and stuff Mm. um let's see what i did i can't even remember now Uh, i'm sure it works (laughs) it's a oh yeah so i got up and like yeah, so I basically just had to, like try, treat it like a normal enough day at first. Mm. Got up, went for a walk, did some, did like some journaling, and then like I started doing. Then went back to it and chronicled each stage. So like, so that was did some journaling, and then I was like, okay, time for stage one, which is like forty five minutes long. And then after that, I mm. uh, went to the shop before I journaled to just like let it kind of sink in or whatever. Um, Mm. And I watched more of um, Kipo in the Age of Wonder Beasts. Remember uh, that cartoon I was on about? Yeah, kind of just simple uh, yeah. kind of. That was like one of my things. Sort of like, like, okay, I need like mm. wee comfort and things in, in between to like. <laughs> yeah. Like I got, got mac and cheese for my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, so even like the, I was like thinking the foods, it was like, I'm going to need stuff that like makes me feel better. <laughs> but the first part is actually quite nice like it's just um it's all the old music that he found in a shop and then there's a vinyl crackle over it Mm. and there's some like extra like delay or reverb on it but there's not really much manipulation happening and it's just kind of nice like old like 20s 30s jazz music um I'm just thinking. Yeah, I've noticed that the, there are some like delay effects that makes it slightly change, Original like an unnatural, mm-hmm. like almost like you can hear like echoing out that definitely wasn't on the the original. Yeah, and I noticed it's like uh, sounds not, very I'm ominous. Not really like, sure what the heck, but I'm about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I, f- I felt slightly dazed at the ending of this one this is at the end of stage two mm. not sure if it was sleepiness pulling at me or the effect of the music yeah but i remember like when it ended i was kind of like Ooh, back to reality a wee bit yeah so like for this for that this stage, i can't remember for the first stage what i was doing i think i was just sitting in my room kind of doing things and stage two i like lay yeah. down and um try to get really in deep so that might have been part of the sleepiness as well 
definitely more. So the first three stages are all about 45 minutes each. Um, yeah, there's a bit more distortion going on. Um, some more like ambient sounds. Um, still pleasant. Uh, but then there's like cer certain songs that cut off and go to another one like a bit more suddenly. Um, let me see. <laughs> Everything ends. It's yeah. like it's like I, I feel like I'm being moved by something a little. Like if you take this out of context, it sounds like you're on a pure like <laughs> spiritual like enlightening and journey. Like you know, it's like I don't know what's next. Like you know, it's like you're embracing something beautiful, but it's actually like more like oh, I don't know what's next. Uh. <laughs> well, well, it is scary because it's like each stage you're kind of like okay, this is a bit more. Yeah, it's like it, we're we're going somewhere and it's just gonna keep getting more fucked up. <laughs> like you're kind of aware of that in the back of your head. Um. So yeah, stage two is still nice to listen to. Stage three, I think, was like mm. stage three. I think I noted was like the maybe the most inter interesting because it's getting more distorted and even it starts off with like a kind of abrupt sound, sort of like maybe like the sound of a. Oh, yeah. you know when you put the needle on a record player and then start it so it's like slowly getting up to speed or you can kind of hear it like, so it's like a wee weird sound and then it's in so it's like kind of suddenly in um, and yeah so it's still you still hear the music clearly but it's like still more delay and more distorted and there's more of those jumps and more kind of moments that kind of sh shock you it's just kind of abrupt um I know that the sense of fear that people no doubt feel is present in this stage, although it can still be an enjoyable experience. Hmm. <laughs> I said I'm halfway through the stages and I'm slightly dreading what's coming I don't coming know if this next. should be as funny as it is to me, but... <laughs> and I said for that reason, I, for that reason, I'm going to take a slightly longer break this time before getting back in. So yeah, I think I like watched a couple of more episodes of um Trying people were focusing on positive videos stuff. and it was like okay and then yeah and then stage four was also an hour and a half so it doubles in length for then which i think is probably kind of representing that mm. like your concept of time is distorted and this one yeah it's like really weird and just like chaotic and um it's like it's in what is called post awareness and there's four tracks on the album and the first track is called post awareness confusions second track is called post awareness confusions <laughs> then the third track is called temporary bliss state and then the yeah. fourth track is called <laughs> i could have guessed <laughs> post awareness confusions <laughs> yeah so yeah it's hectic but it still gets there's still moments where it's nice it's like we um it kind of lulls and it's like mm. you kind of get used to it or something and it's like kind of still okay it, it can be kind of relaxing and i, I seen someone mention it might have been on one of the comments on the video because i watched this all i used the youtube um videos because i think that's i think if you listen to the album it just goes straight through but the youtube videos it's mm. in you can find the stages and like individual videos 
So I was using them to listen to it. So I think it might have been a comment on that saying that someone's had a brother worked with like Alzheimer's patients. And he says a lot of them actually are quite peaceful because they don't have a past <laughs> to bother them. It's kind yeah, of you can, bleak. I think but... you, mean, you don't have past anxieties suppose... or fears or bad things you've done hold you down, which is kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah, I noted um, there are moments of peace and by the end of the stage I was feeling relatively relaxed and at ease. However, <laughs> I feel like this may be the last stage that I experience this. Um, yeah, this was like, I took a, a break. Like when I was writing this too, I, I mm. took a break. I took a fair break after listening to it. And this was like me about to go into... So I basically made, wrote my notes on this before I started stage five. Notice I'm trying to prepare myself for the next one. Uh, so yeah, so I took a walk then for stage five. <laughs> I've just <laughs> finished listening and it was a slog. <laughs> just more confusion with little to no respite. I feel drained once again. Yeah, it was fucking exhausting. I didn't, and I was like, I can't face the last stage tonight. So that was when I ended. Even though it was generally oppressive and disoriented, there were moments again, once again of relative calm. Maybe anything can become normal eventually, even fear. That was my, uh, my final note. <laughs> it sounds pretty like trippy for completing, being completely auditory. Like, <laughs> yeah, your cover was going down, but did one as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I ended my notes. And then in the morning, then I woke up. And because I wanted to like keep the listening as like close, like I didn't want to take a break so i woke up turned on my bluetooth speaker and put on stage six <laughs> big mistake <laughs> just in the morning like this one there's like it's it's weird it's like four and five are really like crazy and then stage six is just like ambient like weird scary atmosphere and it's somehow worse it's like the the absence of anything recognizable at all it's just like oh uh, it's even like worse than not knowing what's going on yeah it's like worse than not knowing what's going on is just there being yeah. not much going on still here sometimes you can hear a wee bit of like maybe mm. piano or something you can still hear the odd thing but it's just mainly just terror <laughs> is that one an hour and a half too <laughs> yeah until the very last like five minutes it cuts off and then actual music break through one one last time jesus christ and then it ends it's like that one last be tiny bit of bliss i suppose it gets so small at the end and then that's it well th like it's based on that idea that whenever everything's gone people still recognize their mm. favorite music so that like i think that was kind of the inspiration for the the guy making the music like i think he found out about this and then yeah. based the whole experience on yeah, that no, yeah it makes sense it's just it sounds really trippy like I think we <laughs> yeah like and and i was just like sad for like a day or two after but sometimes like i would do it again i think it's just an intense experience yeah. i couldn't think it's like maybe it would be interesting 
maybe do it with someone or something but yeah i wouldn't i wasn't i thought i would just be like okay never do this again but i actually kind of want to do it again at some point and so you might get more out of it the second time so i find it interesting just to see kind of like what's to get more of an idea because like obviously the guy would have done it for that idea but like it, it really is one of those things it's very hard to imagine at all what it's yeah. like even if you see it like because you just it's very like hard to understand what people are doing like yeah and it, like it does a good job of just i feel like just because it's so like hard at times you're just like I, you just feel beaten down by it you're like oh my god mm. so I, like i imagine it does a good job of I don't know like it's hard to describe it's hard to explain what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like like the awfulness of what that experience must be. Yeah. I had I experienced awfulness. <laughs> like the best you know, you, I can put it. You had a glimpse into like the terror that is the everyday life of that like anything. Kind of yeah, quite possibly. Mm. <sighs> So yeah, that was something. Fair enough. I didn't have any kind of an intense week like that. <laughs> did you do any of um did any like um home events? I think is what we ended up calling them. That was like my first mm, home I was event. Trying to think of them, but I really couldn't like think. Like, I'll admit, I kind of had a bit of a I've had a bit of a weird week, but not also the worst week. But okay. just because I literally have had like about two hours sleep every single night this week, I just haven't been able to switch at all. So I've been pretty much just slogging it through work. But surprisingly, for some weird reason, I've still managed to write about two A5 pages a day and read at least a couple of chapters of the book. And this, so I've been waiting to tell you all week, I'm about 85 pages into The War of Art. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's like just halfway. But yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it. And I'm about 50 pages in the city of Bohin. Yeah, oh, nice. so there you go. I just was waiting all week to tell you that. <laughs> Oh, that's why you're still writing, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what I'm more about. What I reckon, yeah. and, and I think like the cutting off of six o'clock, or not until six o'clock. I don't like not allowed to turn on TV, so I do sit down. Just sometimes just sit there for like ten minutes until I write something. It's not it's usually yeah. shite, but it's still something. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's one of the things he says. I don't know if it's in the War of Art. It probably is, but I've definitely heard him say it. At, like an interview, it's like you just got to put your ass where you want to be. So it's like, if you want to write, you just sit in front of a typewriter or sit in front of a notepad or whatever. Yeah, no, I think actually Kim Cross, he says That's something it. along those lines. You, like, you have to put your, like, you know, your ass in the seat, otherwise you're just never going to do it. Yeah. But, um... And like that, that comes up in um, Bird by Bird as well. Mm. She talks about, you know, like, she just sits down and then like, she might like, she might not write for a while. Her mind will just wander, but eventually things will start like, um, she'll be like, "Oh, like you know, something will clarify, and then she'll start writing eventually." Yeah. But yeah, it's that same thing of just sitting there and waiting, going through the shit period where you're not writing until you start writing. Yeah, like I found it weird. One of the things I wrote about was I sat to a friend of mine over in Canada. I'm not gonna say any names, but then he was saying that he's not gonna get vaccinated, mm-hmm. and I was like, obviously, completely. Kind of actually got a lot angrier than I thought I was actually got by this. I mean, it kind of really pissed me off. And he was like, "Why not?" And he was like, "I don't trust politicians." And I was kind of like, "Well, it's not really politicians. What about doctors?" And he was like, "No, nah, I don't trust politicians." It's like I don't really trust politicians either, but just doctors. Like, and he was like, "No," nah. and he was like, "No, I trust, 
I trust my immune system. And it's like, it's not your immune system though. Like, I mean, like you, yeah. could, you could hurt other people. And he's like, no, I don't believe that. And it's like, what for fuck's Like it just, that kind of ignorance really sort of got to me. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this fucking massive spiel about just trying to get vaccinated and stuff. But I kind of ended up going on this different point. And it's something I remember being at a lecture with as well that I kind of agree with in a sense. It's that like, I think like the language of science and stuff has to change a good bit because there's a lot of technical language that will never ever get through to people because people don't want to learn it. That needs to be sort yeah. of like needs to be given in sort of a more basic term. But then I also came to the conclusion that I still don't think that's good enough of an excuse. <laughs> yeah. So can I double back on myself? But that's it. That was interesting. So I've been kind of just writing weird tidbits as your thoughts or just adding the stories or stuff like that there kind of a thing. Um, but as for events, I really couldn't come up. The only thing I could kind of come up with was like one day, like literally cook yourself a full like three or five course meal, but like do it proper and do everything. Get the like the get the mm. fucking like get the whole like place set up and everything too. But if you do like a three or five course meal, like completely front, like completely from scratch and stuff out your way, like that could take you a whole day. Yeah, and like it would be it's really satisfying to do kind of a thing. Plus, you can also kind of space it out if you wanted to do starters. Because if you kind of prep most of your stuff and then do your starters and then sit down and eat it and then do your mains and sit down, rather than do it in like a yeah. wooden kitchen, like do it in like a three, like you have three settings rather than try and do it like all at one go. It's like, that would be a fun thing to do. Like, well, I'm just thinking that because I used to be a chef, like, because it can be fun to do. Like, yeah, no, that'd be cool. Like, because, you know, you'd have the whole Good big idea. thing of go out, buy everything, you know, prep everything, get it all done, try something new. Um, so that was it really <laughs> that and just try and read a book <laughs> in a day and watch like your thing in Lord of the Rings movie marathons it's all I could really get with yeah uh, there was one I thought of but I don't know it might be kind of hard but it's um, what do you, what's his name did I write it down uh, um, what's the name of the guy that directed uh, 12 Years a Street uh, 12 Years a Slave Oh, I got no idea. I've never seen Twelve Years of Sleep. Well, I've seen part of it. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did a th- he did a thing last year, um, called Tiny Tiny Axe. Is that what's called? Mm. I thought it was down somewhere. Maybe. Hang on. <laughs> oh yeah, and I actually thought of something else too. Or, but uh. Wait till we find out what Tiny Axe is. Small Axe, uh, it's a season, basically. It's a season of movies. <laughs> okay. Last year, he released, like, is it five? Let me just check here. One, one two, three. Yeah, five movies Um, under the, t- under the like, name Small Axe. It's like, so it's, like, it's, if you look up, you might, it might get called a series because it's kind of like that, but yeah. Mm. So that's what he was up during the quarantine, <laughs> releasing five movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So that could be something to do if you wanted mm. to, like, really. But it's they're supposed to be amazing. I, I, I've seen them a lot of them get mentioned. There's one uh, I think Lovers Rock, which is the second one. Mm. I've seen that on a couple of lists, and I've seen another one on the list as well. I can't remember which one that was. Mm. Oh, Mangrove was the other one. Mangrove and Lovers Rock are the first two. Um, they seem to be like got a lot of uh, like end of year lists, but I'd say the whole thing's class. Mm. 
Um, one thing I so that could be something that could be something. taking like ten hours though I think because they're all like two hours each because they're movies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're not. Maybe a, maybe a weekend. Maybe a weekend. Yeah, you probably do it for. A week. Uh, it depends what you're doing, like. But yeah, um, one thing that came up with yeah. that was funny, and this is actually going to be a good segue to a shout out. There's a girl at work, Emily Sparks. She found out we were chatting because it turns out another guy in the lab has a podcast about like craft beer, and I was like, I ended up saying I have a podcast, and she's actually listened to like two episodes, which I was kind of like, no, fucking cool. Um, so if she makes it this far, here's a shout out, Emily. (laughs) But also, she was asking me about like what she was trying to figure out what to get her boyfriend for Valentine's Day, and I just came up on my like uh, I heard it on the radio, and then like the next day I got like an email from like Roshin Dove Dove about it, and fucking I said that wrong, didn't I? Anyway, um, comedians are doing virtual shows and they're actually supposed to be really, really good. And I heard Andrew Maxwell talk about it and he said it was really interesting because it was a bit weird because it's over a Zoom call, like, but you can be yeah. in. Like- I think you're, I think you were on about it on the live one. Oh, did I? Were you heckling, heckling someone or something? Oh, yeah, because he was saying that, like, it's a bit. He said one of the funniest things that happened to him was obviously because, you know, like, as this was going to bring up, is like heckling is a big part of like stand up. But it's a bit weird. You're yeah. not in a crowd. But what he can do in a Zoom call as the host is make people in the Zoom call the main screen. And he was doing one and it was quite clear that, like, they. So you can just, like, pick on someone. <laughs> yeah. But he said that there was a husband and wife and it was quite clear yeah. that the wife did not like him or find him funny at all. But the husband found him absolutely hilarious. And he just put mm-hmm. them on the screen and he'd tell a joke and the guy would be in like stitches of laughter and he said he didn't make this woman laugh once and it just <laughs> made everything so much funnier for everyone else because it was just such an opposite. But um, I think she's ended up getting tickets for like a boyfriend and she's like, we can take it. And I was like, that's a good way. That's a kind of thing. Like, I know it's like, obviously you have to buy like tickets and go yeah. see Zoom call, but that would be good, something to look forward to on the weekend that yeah. you don't have. It's like something yeah, interesting. Cool. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, and you, do- yeah you, you did say that on the live stream, but I think you made it more clear that time. So I'm glad you brought it up again. That's good. Yeah, it definitely would have made it more clear because I got very sloppy yeah. by the end of that live stream. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would recommend people do that because I, I was like, that would actually be really interesting because, like, why not? Might as well. I've watched lots of stand up before. I'd love to go see it live, but sure, we can't. But, do you yeah. know um, your other workmate's podcast name? Uh, Give it a shout too. Oh, actually find it. I have a feeling like it's the Crafty Crew or Crafty Club. I'll find out one second. With both C's, don't worry. Sounds like it's ripe for collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be a I'll craft... review some fucking yeah. review some Kinniger for <laughs> Crafty Crew Podcast. No, I think what it is actually they um they brewed their own. And then oh. they kind of talk about the brewing process. Uh, Emily said that it's supposed to be very, very informative. Um, like it's actually quite like an overload, but if you're really into it, like you'd really like it. So like they have one here, stouts, sours, lagers. So yeah, they brewed their own, and then they're doing so it's it. A, if you're if you're into crafting your own, mm. go listen to that. Kind of yeah, that's the kind of thing. Uh, they taste more informative than uh, entertaining. Yeah, they yeah more inf- a mixture of uh, I think it's mixed both because I think they also taste like local craft beers. They kind of like go for it, but yeah, it's a guy I work with, but I don't actually mm. work with him on my shift. But seems pretty signed, so yeah, him and his friends are all doing that. So there we go. A shout out to the Crafty Crew podcast who don't even know cool. that I have a podcast, and I'm giving them a shout out, Sweet. but I'll let them know as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could we could maybe get him on or something for the. Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Fine. 
called a crossover episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, crafty crossover. What was the crafty, crafty, <laughs> crafty crew podcast? I'll make crafty sure. Crew. I'll make sure I get this right. Crafty crew sure. Yeah, crafty crew podcast. And it'll say Kinger, Mark, Nally, and Walshy. So Nally is the guy I work with. But um. Yeah, so like if I did interest in I have Emily from cool. work does listen to all of it because she goes through me being like, oh, I can't stand this job. I don't find it that bad anymore. Bitching and moaning. But the funny thing is, is she told me that she uh, she envies me sometimes in the lab because I'm always so calm and like I don't ever get stressed out. And I was like, oh, that's just because I've finally found my feet in here. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, for the first six months, it's a bit of a mess. <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm. keep listening and you'll fucking hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there we go. But, um, yeah, did you come up with any more kind of day events? No, just that um, small, small acts. That was only one that mm. jumped out at me. And don't think anyone... Has although that episode yeah. has just gone up to be fair, <laughs> yeah, like a couple of days ago, so <laughs> we probably haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> when they do, then we're flooded with uh <laughs> suggestions, mm. but yeah, that's practice, uh, but like, yeah, because if you're gonna make meals, it's, it's a good cool. skill, though, but also good if you do it too. proper, of like you're doing like it's a starter, good, even just a three course starter, main dessert, yeah, like that's you're always gonna stretch yourself. In like you can stretch yourself in three things, or you can keep it simple with the starter, or keep it simple with the main, or keep it simple with dessert, but stretch yourself in the other two maybe. You know, because it'd be comforting to know that you have one thing you can do well, and then two other that you stretch or something like that. And then eventually you can start, you know, you can start shouting like Gordon Ramsay and be like, "Ah, oh. yeah." <laughs> like, yeah, just giving, yeah, just shouting at yourself. But it's fun as well, obviously, if you do it with another person as well. Just giving yourself can abuse. Be fun with people. <laughs> Just obviously depends on your kitchen size. <laughs> the place living in Galway, you couldn't do it. You could fit barely one person in that place. <laughs> um, I was meant to mention hmm. the last time because we talked about like um, no, it was not two episodes ago. We were talking about. I, did I actually? Did I mention? I don't think we mentioned it last episode. We mentioned it the episode before, though. I think because yeah. I remember because I think you sent me something and I sent you something. Well, yeah, I was gonna. One of I was gonna suggest uh, Nine Inch Nails ghosts. They're like Ghost Five and Six. Did I talk about them on the end of year? I think list? you did talk about them on the end of year. Actually, that sounds familiar. Ghost, because I feel like I might have looked that up actually. Okay, well, I, but I think I meant to specifically mention it as good writing music, which I didn't. But um, yeah, last episode we talked about um. Well, we. We were just mainly talk- actually most of it was talking about writing, and uh, that like the one album's kind of like um, more upbeat, another one's kind of darker, and so that like story I was working on, which I have finished the first draft of, I think, but I haven't really looked at it mm-hmm. since. I need to type it up and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it was a kind of like a horror. I don't know, not really horror, but it's just kind of, uh, kind of dark darker. undertones or something. Kind yeah, of like... I was able to like put on the darker one to like help me get. In the I am. Um, yeah, I touched up my my story that I sent you a bit, but uh, 
to probably want to go over it again. I changed, took out a couple of things. I also kind of included just down the bottom the bonus paragraph I told you about the toucan for the crack. <laughs> it's like it's not even a part of it. But it's like, oh, yeah. uh, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I just thought of something else you could do as a day event. Start a podcast for one day. For one day, twenty-four hour stream. Uh, yeah, podcast for twenty-four hours, and then you get twenty-four one-hour episodes. <laughs> That's half a year's content, really. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I ended my uh, dry January last Friday, which uh, wasn't, oh, yeah. it was strictly still in January, but it was close enough. Yeah, Ke- yeah, Kelly, how did you up to me? 29th? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was anyway. Yeah. Like, what was it? What, what was going on? Well, I was just, uh, went to, like, I was like, there's no, because po- what day was the first? Monday? Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, there's no point in, like, waiting until then. It's like, I may as well <laughs> just yeah I know what you mean yeah, it's the weekend yeah there's no point in starting on fucking Monday like yeah, yeah. I want to drink on a Friday yeah and it was still mm-hmm. I, I checked too it was still four weeks so I was like that's good enough. yeah it's still a month because otherwise just, I yeah, been Jan- Jan- January's, January's a long month yeah. man it's 31 isn't it <laughs> otherwise I would have been sitting there waiting for like the, the, the clock to click over 12 o'clock and it become the first of February and like open a bottle of bourbon or something so I was like I'll just drink yeah, <laughs> sitting there making up cocktails or something like <laughs> fucking five to come on. Yeah, but yeah, I, um, um, I was supposed to record with Reese on Tuesday, so open a bottle of wine. But then he rescheduled to yesterday, so I drank a bottle of wine on Tuesday, <laughs> and then, and then uh, I had a couple of drinks last night when I actually recorded, and now I kind of think like I want to stop drinking for another month. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you think you want to stop drinking for yeah. once, or why you would never do it again? <laughs> That's weird. It's like uh, the I, I kind of it's like just from drinking, even though it's like it wasn't a lot either way, either day, and I wasn't even really hungover. It's just like I really noticed the change on like the productivity I had over January to like the last couple of days. I've just been slightly hungover, and it's like oh, this is actually shit. Mm. No, man, you just you just need to build up your tolerance, so no. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, man, that's good. Yeah, I know what you mean. At least you can like look back. At yeah, progress. it's like a nice like. It's a and I was journaling about it today, and I was like, I think I'd rather be productive than be drunk. Mm. But if like like the golden would be both, <laughs> but like you know you, you can't have everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not too bad. I'm sure I broke my dry January after two weeks. He did well. <laughs> two weeks is like that. I think I'm gonna. As I'm gonna have a drink on Friday, I think, because there's a movie I want to watch about drinking, and I was like, well, I, "I'm if I don't like, I can't watch it sober because I'll just want to drink." Yeah, is it? Is it? hardly the Mad Mads Mikkelsen one. Yeah, is it? yeah, <laughs> I think it was. What's that called again? Uh, another round. Another round. Yeah, yeah that's it. And I've got like a bottle of. It looks like a nice bottle of bourbon I got that I want to try. So I'll drink some of that on Friday, and then I might take like two weeks off and see how I feel. Yeah, that's good. I'm actually going to be driving up to Larrakenny tomorrow. That's why I'm doing this on Thursday, because I promised Kelly that I would spend a lot of the weekend with her for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping to get to see people a bit anyway, because yeah. I have to go up, because I'm swapping cars with my dad, because my car's a bit unreliable. But 
That's if I can make it past all the checkpoints, because I didn't even fucking realize, man, it's been like five weeks. <laughs> I was in, uh, where was I chat? It was, it was Tuesday or something, where I, for some reason, even though it's been five weeks, I was like, ah, oh, Christmas was only like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's weird. That's I only noticed, um, like, uh, it was the day, what was the day after I listened to Everywhere at the end of time? And I like and my journal is like the twenty fifth, and I was like, "Oh, Christmas was a month ago." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um. What else was I going to talk about? I watched uh, Trial of Chicago Seven. There the other day. Oh, it's one with Sasha Baron Cohen and and all. Yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Any class. Good? Um, the only thing, the only thing I read, what was interesting, I haven't seen it, but I read something interesting about that. Is there's a scene in the movie, obviously, where like the racist judge puts like the black uh-huh. man in chains, and then like Joseph Lord and Gordon Levitt's character, I think, tells him to get him out of those chains like yeah. right away. I think in real in real life during that court case, that man was actually chained up for like three weeks straight. I don't know if it was three weeks because I just watched a video there a wee while ago on. Like, uh, um, by uh, legal legal eagle, he he mentioned mm. he said it was for a few days. He didn't say it was three weeks. No, I heard three weeks, but I also could be wrong. Of like, but yeah, know, he did. He did mad, make like... a point to say that, like, yeah, he actually like there was like several days anyway that he was in chains for. Yeah, which is really he was saying, fucking horrible. Um, like, but, um... the actual amount of like, it's like the the judge actually came up like the whole time i was watching i was like this judge needs locked up like he's such a fucking shit mm. in it like and then uh your boy legal legal was saying that like he actually was worse be like i'm not racist <laughs> and that would just make him seem more racist <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of people like uh, a lot of like um, other um like lawyers and stuff wrote in to the like about the judge and was like this is not appropriate behavior and all but yeah it's very good as Aaron Sarkin as well like he can't he's he's class I was like yeah I was like I couldn't remember either I was like I was like this is someone big isn't it and I was like I was like this is really good and then at the end it came up Aaron Sarkin I was like of course that's what is so so good yeah (laughs) but it did like uh well for stars i recommend watching it it's very good but it did get me like thinking about Mm. stuff and i was like thinking about how you know it's easy to like watch something like that and kind of feel like you're you're doing something it's like because like that it's all about people protesting the war in vietnam and you can mm. kind of listen like when you watch a movie celebrating that kind of stuff you can kind of be like you, you kind of feel like you have participated in some way and be like yes they did good and you kind of feel good about yourself mm. and i was wondering i was just thinking about like the the effect that, that can have or if it has an effect on like people 
not take an action instead. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I think I get what you mean. Of like, normally we've talked about before what you're saying, like in war, like you don't talk about it. Yeah, it, talking about it makes you feel like you're doing it. So it would be the cat same kind of premise. I can actually understand that. Yeah, because you feel good and you feel like you're on, you're of course siding with the heroes of the story, who are in the right, who are doing a good thing, and up against and they win. And then it's like, yeah, I would support that yeah. cause if it was coming right. You know, I can away. And then I was thinking I about how, like, that, yeah. that movie came out Does last it? year and. Like even the context from last year when I came out to now is kind of different to me anyway, in my mind. Because like it would have come out during after like George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and all the protests in America, and and like mm. there would have been that connection. But since then, we've had the storm of the Capitol building, <laughs> America, and I and yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, yeah. kind of weird. Because then I started thinking about, you know, what in what if in like, how many I don't know, what if someone makes a movie about the Capitol building and presents it in the same way, where all the people that did that are heroes, and <laughs> yeah, which which a lot of well, which a lot of them still see as, but I know what you mean. You could frame it in such a way, and then you could even do like the aftermath of them getting imprisoned and being like, this is an yeah. injustice and stuff like that. There, I was like, this is uh. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a bit weird. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that um, you know, like part of it is about uh, like part of the message is the the power people have, mm. and even like I was saying, there's the comparison to Storm of the Capitol Building, but there's also another comparison to what's happening with the game stonks. <laughs> GameStop stocks. Another example of people like I own one share. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I own one share of AMC and one and a half. Oh no, one one and a half shares of AMC and one share of GameStop. <laughs> no, no. I am holding the line. <laughs> That's another example of people coming together and like doing something. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, because the GameStop one is very interesting because of, like, the, well, obviously the main guy is deep fucking value, but it's just the fact that he's seen it, and just, as you say, people coming together, he yeah. spread it to a subreddit, and that's yeah. pretty much where it came from, and he put his life savings in, and it worked out really well yeah. for him, like, and it's just very interesting, because if they could do it, because they apparently depleted a whole hedge fund, like, yeah, and they were, take, they were taking bets on a company to fail, and that's people losing their jobs. Yeah, it's pretty and fucked, it's, like... For anyone who That's the same with AMC. For anyone who doesn't know, it's okay. like short selling. So basically a lot of investors saw that GameStop was going out of business and they essentially bet on GameStop going out of business. Hmm. So they they borrow stocks and then sell them. And they predict the stock value will fall, so then they can buy them back at a lower cost and then give them back to who they borrowed them from, and then they make money. So Reddit, uh, Wall Street Bets subreddit, basically said, fuck them, and started buying stocks. And then when you buy loads of stocks, the stock value goes up. So the stock value went from, like, uh, I don't know what, I can't remember what it was. It was $4, $4 a stock. And 
and it went up to over like the 345 yeah, something at one point i think was like the almost almost was 500 like the was highest. the highest yeah so then those people who borrowed stocks have to pay <laughs> them and, back and that the, much. the the real um wolf of wall street made a video too being like uh, he's like i've been trying to fucking uh beat these hedge fund short sellers and i never could and now you've done it and all this year you made a video like supporting yeah. them and everything yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of people yeah. supported them because a lot of them were complaining but it's like we're doing exactly what you do we're just fucking we just won yeah. for once kind of a and thing. then uh pied but, piper um, or not not pied piper <laughs> thing me uh robin hood then like uh stop people being able to uh trade yeah trade you, you you can now again they actually they stop people allowed to trade then they put on restrictions where you could buy one share only which obviously then limits what which then limits what you can do to like make the stock prices go up or down and then they they i think they you're allowed to trade with them again yeah. now possibly because even i bought it through revolute and it was over the weekend no not over the weekend because you can't buy on the weekend like for monday and tuesday there you weren't allowed to buy AMC or GameStop stock. You weren't mm-hmm. allowed to sell it on the app, but now you were allowed to buy it again. And it was kind of weird because I was kind of like, because I was looking at it because obviously you're reading all the stuff yeah. on Wall Street Bets and even though like I could like see stuff on Revolut, it made it more like real or something when I seen that I am not allowed to in yeah. Ireland buy this American stock because initially Robin Hood, when I did it, it was only Americans who weren't allowed to buy and then more people got involved worldwide. And then, and then they stopped all the trading worldwide yeah. of people being able to buy it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and like... And then, fucking crazy. And, uh, everyone started, um, like, giving Robinhood one-star reviews and everything because they... Their yeah. whole, like, their, when they launched, their whole thing was, like, uh, everyone giving everyone the ability to, to, like, buy stock and trade stock and everything. Sure, they're even called Robin know, Hood. I, it's literally his whole yeah. thing was Robin from the rich to give to the poor, and, it's and like, they're nope, like, nah, that happens. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we want some to great memes of. too. It's like uh, rich people are like, oh, poor people should just invest, and then it's like poor people invest. It's like, no, stop that. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fucking, like, I love one of the one one of those ones was like, ah, oh, I guess you're gonna have to take up that take that six hundred dollars and pull up your bootstraps and invest wisely. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I find that go, going on mad in the world. But that's very interesting kind of dynamic you're putting there, which is also it's both American based and all. And there actually might be a movie coming out about the whole Wall Street bets thing, apparently. But the whole kind of dynamic between the capital riots to that of it's two people like using the power of the people to do something, but only one of them to me anyway for good. But it's still kind of interesting to kind of you could still say the power of the people because there was a people on a subreddit yeah. who had never met who managed to deplete a hedge fund and then there was also people who some of them may have met not all of them and i don't agree with it but they did st- manage to storm the like capitol building in the u.s like you know it's yeah. kind of impressive and there, like, the, <laughs> you know, there was very similar sense. um very similar like imagery even in the movie where they're in like um it takes place in some park i think and like someone shouts out it's like take the hill and they like start rushing at all the cops on the hill and you're just like aren't sort of consider like oh crap I yeah that's idea. something as well i was like what if people what if there was conservatives who watched this movie and were like yeah fuck yeah i can do that and like got the got the wrong message yeah, <laughs> yeah. wrong message yeah and then yeah it's like but i suppose it's it's it is 
probably not like anti-government, but I suppose it's fighting the government, yeah. and that's what they're doing. But they're just like, they're just the, fighting but that's wrong the thing. It's like, <laughs> like that. That's kind of what I got interested in too. It's like the whole like storytelling behind it. It's like, it's like we're, it's like it's okay if you do the right rebellion or whatever and it's like i don't know i just kept couldn't think about i I kept thinking about this like other larger context now it's i think it's quite interesting like and like um i was gonna say oh yeah and uh, like another thing i was thinking about like the capital starting the capital building and all like going again if you look at it as like a story like People storm the Capitol building, and then we all go look at those idiots for doing that. But then, like, what? What if there is something that we sh- should be like rebelling against? And then the last example we have of people doing that is like this ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? It like kind of makes the there like it kind of makes the idea of doing that seems stupid yeah seems stupid kind of or yeah i get what you mean like yeah because standing you see what you mean but i don't know if i agree because i don't because because what they're protesting because like you have to remember what they were kind of protesting was a valid democratic election you know so i kind of feel like that's one of the reasons why it seemed like such a farce whenever they but did you it. Look, but but look at this movie and it's a trial and that's all like like I suppose yeah that's a legal like a a, a, a cop examined or a, the police investigated and this is the you know I suppose that makes sense in a way too but it's like they're both sort of they're both fighting for what they deem as injustices yeah it's just it's it's very strange. I like, suppose it's it's supposed kind of like it's easy to say on the side if you think if it's an injustice that yes I'm right, but then it's harder to say it if you see something you think no yeah. they're wrong. That's yeah, the exactly. problem. Like, Everyone's right, especially me. <laughs> but like, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think, like on a more home front, I think there should be like, I think Irish people are a wee bit too complacent, and we should get out more and do stuff like. The mother yeah. of baby homes is a prime example, and stuff with the Catholic Church all getting like covered up and people not getting prosecuted for it. Like, and sorry, but if they were truly a follower of like of the Christian beliefs, they would prosecute the, even the men of the class because that's you know that would be divine justice. Yeah. And the mother and baby home is terrible. Like that's more on our home front, but that's just going to be like sweeped under the rug, unfortunately. Oh, here's an interesting thing about injustices that I read about today in. An article, and it was in the Independent, the UK Independent. Do you hear Jeff Bezos stepped down as the head of Amazon? Do you know mm-hmm. why he probably stepped down? According to this Independent article, I'll admit that I read, but it was interesting. Is he said there's a lot of this uh, journalist? Well, well, my kind of whenever I heard it, I was like, I assumed it was like a sort of, um. I, I suppose like a publicity thing, like you know, or not a publicity thing, but like everyone's kind of like fuck Jeff Bezos. So if he steps down, it'll make people think better of Amazon. Is was my well, what it is is there's there, there, there's three it. stories out about Amazon at the moment that I read. Like this is an independent article, it was very very well written, but I didn't know about this. It was interesting because the reason he was writing it 
because he was chatting about what I call the third story. So the first story was Jeff Bezos stepping down, and the new guy, uh, can't remember his name anyway, um, stepping in for quarter three because this could affect stock prices. The second one was they did they released some kind of they did something charitable as well, which was good and all, but also. The lawsuit went through of that for two and a half years, what Amazon was doing was paying their drivers. And what it was, was people were allowed to tip their drivers, say, automatically through like an app. Oh, you're, have you frozen? Oh, you're back. I'm through an app. So let's say, let's say, so they were supposed to be paying between 19 and $25 an hour, and then you get tips. What they were doing mm-hmm. was say you order something for uh, $20, and then you tip them $5. They would take that tip and put it to your wages so it's not a tip and if you got so they would like they would subsidize their payment like they would they would subsidize their wages with tips but then also what they would do yeah. is say you are getting paid nine twenty five dollars an hour and you get and you um you get tipped let's say you fucking ordered like five hundred dollars worth of stuff and you decide to tip the guy like thirty dollars they will pay mm-hmm. you the $25 out of those tips, and then they would keep the tip for themselves. So they didn't tip. So you never got any of your tips, and your tips would have been mm. used to subsidize wages, which is completely illegal because it's that's considered theft of essentially their money. So they did this, and they did yeah. this to the tune of something like $67 million that they took from their employees, $67.1 million. And the reason I was reading, I found this independent article so interesting was the guy was saying that he's pretty sure that this event that Amazon's doing, and like he was like Jeff Bezos stepping down, and he's like this isn't something that he doesn't walk into the office one day and go I'm not going to be CEO anymore, CEO anymore. He's still going to be in the company in some way, and yeah, he's, he is sure he is in some way. He's just got a different title. Yeah, exactly. But they were saying that this is really big it. news, so they would have planned this out because nobody's talking about this okay. anymore. Because what what was, Jeff Bezos makes a is it two grand a, a minute? Yeah, something like that. Like it was, it, it, it was actually kind of funny. In, in all fairness, reading this, um, he was like reading this article. You, by the time you finish it or something, you'll, you'll probably have earned more money than you'll earn in a year. <laughs> it's like fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know, like fuck me, like yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think like. So yeah, I, I think like probably what I was saying tied with that story is probably like part of it. Like, you know, I think like whenever you know something like that, that how much money he makes, you just go like fuck him because you can't ethically have that amount of no. money. You you have to be doing like him and Elon Musk are now currently basically in a race to be the most the first uh trillionaire, is it? Oh Jesus Christ. It's yeah, yeah. do you want to find also interesting about Elon so Musk? I think, I think whenever like the pub there's there's no public, there's no positive public opinion about Jeff Bezos, basically. So I think that's probably a factor in his stepping down. Because then if you go, you take him out of it, and then it's just going to make people think better of Amazon, I would imagine. Yeah, like, he'll, like Jeff stuff. Bezos will yeah. still have a title in the company, as you're saying, but he'll probably just yeah. never be in the news anymore. Because when, when yeah. you don't hear about it, you don't know of, I never heard, I can't even remember the guy's name of the guy that's become the CEO of Amazon, but he's been working beside yeah. Jeff Bezos for years. Like, I've never heard of him once. Yeah. But um, I find it interesting about Elon Musk because I thought Elon Musk came from a bit more of kind of like, like uh, I would say humble origins, but apparently that's not true at all. But he's kind of tried to make it out to be. 
but in his family home in South Africa, apparently they had an entire, an entire room dedicated to precious jewels, such as rubies and diamonds and emeralds and stuff. Go to the jewel. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like... <laughs> Jules? Yeah. I know, yeah, I feel funny saying jewels, but I read that in an article too, and I was like, what the? I don't know why I find jewels so hilarious. Maybe it's from Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. Jules? But... <laughs> Speaking of Freddy Got Fingered, I watched a good good enough talk show with Tom Green. Who's been recently? Oh, yeah, he's got a talk show now. Yeah, he did one with Eric Andre and Henry Henry Rollins, isn't it? Like... Yeah, YouTube uh, uh, recommended that to me as well, but I haven't watched it. But yeah, he's, I think like multiple episodes and all and they're all up the funniest thing i found about it though i watched i watched the i watched this interview with eric andre and it was very good but um yeah Yeah, actually like when i saw that i was like oh that'd be really good because i'm sure tom green is probably one of the biggest influences on eric i never knew this but yes and you know the way eric andre usually isn't like one for uh, having like you know being like almost patient to the guys in talk shows like did you ever see his one larry king like eric andre take larry king he's just like He's oh, like, yeah. I hate, I hate talk shows. <laughs> I can hate this. He's like, yeah. but um, yeah, he's talking to Tom Green, and if you're like friendly, and he's like, man, that show you did in Canada, and you wrecked the whole stage. He was like, you were the first guy to do that. Like, it's a lot more like he's pure like kind of sentimental to him or something. Like, he's like, yeah. you know, you were a real inspiration ever, on me. Like, have you ever seen the Tom Green show? No, I don't think so. No. It's like, yeah, it's a mixture of like uh, Eric Andre's show and yeah, yeah. Jackass, <laughs> where he just like pranks Yeah, like the clip they stuff. show from the Tom Green show of it, which is him wrecking the stage, was he was like, this is a really like cheap show we had in Canada. And the, the, he was like, who is the guest? And he was like, the guest is our local butcher. He was like, nobody famous. He was literally just a guy coming on and talking about his butcher shop. <laughs> and then he just gets up and just wrecks this thing. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can see yeah, the influence, like, like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what kind of got my attention. I was like, oh, uh, like, that's what, I, I, I probably still will uh, watch the episode. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me, but I think I've got it. Like, like, like it's kind of interesting. Eric Andre and Henry Rollins was it? Yeah, it was one episode. I don't think he had them on together, unfortunately, but it was like, he seemed kind of awkward while interviewing, but I still found it quite interesting, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, it's weird. I've seen him on like a couple of, he was on your mom's house there like last year, the year before on that podcast. And it's like, when you see him on a podcast, he's like, so like, just sort of chill and like, not manic or something like that. <laughs> it's like, this is, yeah, it's like, this isn't what I know you Yeah, exactly. Like, particularly like even stuff like Freddy Got Fingered and all too. Like, you're like, it's not just, just be a bit more out there or weird. Like, But yeah, to go back to the the Chicago Seven, the Chicago Seven, the kind of like the positive takeaway I came with away with was like, Aaron Sorkin wrote this screenplay. He seen something in this trial that he felt he needed to mm. share, create, and I think that's like what you got to take away from it and just be like, the world is full of like creative people who will keep doing this and make things that are important and share like truths and that's what we have to do too and that kind of yeah is my so even though i was like uh mixed feelings i was like happy to you still you still you still see you still see more of the benefit than the kind of downside i suppose yeah like yeah 
but yeah, it's like like you mentioned too about people in Ireland and all like that. That was the kind of point I was making. It's like it's so easy to to go to feel like I don't know. You feel like so, somehow you've done something, or like it's like that like sort of um, angst that you might have for justice is like somewhat satisfied by watching a movie like this. Mm. You're like, well, I'm glad they the truth prevailed and everything's all right. Yeah. And kind of be like, oh. ah, job done. <laughs> I'll go back to my bed where, now like, after saving where, the world. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, but I just think there's a problem if it stops there. Like you, you can see that and then be and then get inspired and achieve something yourself, which I think is what yeah. you should be taking away. Just just be aware, just to be aware of these yeah. things. I think. So go out there and solve all the world's problems. Hey, watch, watch this movie and then overthrow the government. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like if you could, Whatever. if like, okay. yeah, just, just, just any, any government. Like, if you want to start, just like, just go to your local TD and take them down and work your way through all. <laughs> <laughs> this was the last podcast Thomas no one ever did. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna get from podcasts. Yeah, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get murdered by the Irish government. We're gonna partner with uh, Alex. Jones, wherever he's, wherever he is, <laughs> yeah, wherever he is, call into us, Alex. <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a hell of a way to make our mark, anyway. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? Just or should we do the music and get out of here? So yeah, we can do the music. I don't think I have much else. Do the music. Ah, do the music. <laughs> 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 So, this was inspired by something you mentioned in the last episode, which I think might have might have not made it in because it was during the part we were talking about uh, the story you wrote, which oh. we are not including. But you mentioned uh, Frightened Rabbit. Yeah, I did. I thought Midnight Organ Fight is my uh, album. Hmm. Midnight Organ Fight? Yeah. I said, oh. Oh, the frightened yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I get it now. I don't know why you were really confusing there because you kept cutting out. Okay. <laughs> well, it's probably cutting out on the recording too, so it's good that I repeated it. Yeah, okay. I was like, oh, and Thomas can uh, can weigh in for once too. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually I'm like, uh, usually, yeah, usually, I'm... usually this is really your part of the show. <laughs> well, no, usually I'm like telling you about albums more as well as anything else. Like, like, yeah, that's true. Listen to this album that I'm talking about. Mm. Um, then you also talk about so many to me that sometimes it gets confusing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just thinking, and because like I only, I don't know how many years ago I like like listened to that album for the first time, and I was thinking maybe if someone else, you know, maybe there's probably other people that don't know that album. Mm. And like check it out because yeah, I like I only got into it a few years ago. Don't know when exactly, but just like <laughs> was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> like, I unfortunately became a, became a fan. I think after he died, because I yeah, um, it never oh. really really occurred to much. And then I seen Andy Hull of Manchester Orchestra, who are like one of my favorite bands, did a cover of one of their songs, 
And you know, mm. if you see like one of your like a musician really likes cover somebody, you're always kind of like, yeah. who, who is this that they're covering? And then I found out why he was covering them as well, which is unfortunate. Like, and then that's kind of how I got onto them. Because then, okay, well, you're probably okay. It's probably actually for about as long mm. as I am then, because I I think I I think I was familiar with them before mm. before Scott died, but. I think it did kind of make me listen a little yeah. more as well. That's, I know, unfortunately, how I uh, became a fan. Yeah. Which is like, I'm still glad to be a fan, but yeah. kind of a sad way. Yeah. And I was going to mention that as well. Uh, that Manchester Orchestra cover was for part of the Tiny Changes album. Uh, have you seen, or have you listened to that album? Or That's there's really a video cool. that came out I as well. I think I actually do know that for once. I know the sound, the, the thing Tiny Changes sounds really familiar to me. Because there yeah, would have been a, I like think, a, Tiny Changes. Well, Tiny Changes is a lyric in one of the songs. I know but, what it is um, now, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, a load of bands got together and uh, covered a load of mm. the songs, which for what was to be the 20th anniversary, mm. it must have been. And he, like Scott was actually part of putting it together. Um, Like he contacted people and like he started. Got, Got everyone working on it at first. No, it can't be 20 years, actually. Maybe it's Yeah, I think it years. must only be 10. I don't think that would be that old. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be that old. Because, yeah, well. like, this, the video came out, in, and the album must have come out in 2019. So, yeah, it can't... No, it's not 20. It must be 10 years old then. Must be, was it 2018, maybe? Because the album came out... 2008, was it? Yeah, 2008. That's no, twenty nineteen. Uh, Midnight Organ Fight came out, is it? Yeah, the Midnight Organ Fight came out in two thousand eight, and then Tiny Changes came out two thousand nineteen. So, could be for that. Okay. Well, yeah, I think yeah, the original idea, anyway, of getting it all happening was for the ten year anniversary. And uh, yeah, there's a, a good video too. Just call it, if you look up Tiny Changes. I actually rewatched it before um before doing this episode, just as a wee mm. update. But yeah, like it's such. Like an amazing, like, album. yeah, <laughs> it really is, and and you just hear and all those people in that video talk about it too, like, and yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. I like, haven't listened to it in quite a like, while. Would you make me really want to listen to it again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's just chock full of like all, all these moments and like lyrics that you just hear, and you're just like, oh my god, mm. like. And yeah, yeah very good album. Because well, there you go. Like, a, like we only because yeah, I remember I remember well, listening to "Keep Yourself Warm" for the first time. I always really love that there yeah. one because I do, but I yeah. have a wild tendency to like likes like really kind of slow building songs that build up. But fucking, mm-hmm. Jesus, is a wild powerful song or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like I think, like whenever I heard it too, it kind of reminded me of like not directly, but kind of reminded me in like an uh, experiential way of like when. Like listening to Damien Rice, for example, hmm. which I used to like listen to a lot more than I do now. But like, whenever I heard Midnight Organ Fight for the first time, it was like, it felt like that in a, in a weird way. But it's like, it's that combined, it's like that kind of singer songwriter style combined with also really uh, interesting, like instrumentation and stuff too. Like, hmm. The that was where that like the comparison kind of ends 
because it's like a full band and everything instead of just like mainly acoustic driven but it definitely but like for the emotional weight i suppose is where i'm getting or the emotional not the weight maybe the emotional resonance is why i'm comparing it to that but yeah so many like like poke is such an amazing song backwards walk it's just mm-hmm. all fantastic so i thought it'd be a good because usually in these i pick like kind of obscure albums that i think people might not have heard where i think this one is one that like is really essential listening for everyone basically yeah <laughs> it's one of those one of those albums yeah yeah um, I think, enough, you really make me feel like listening to it again because I remember I think the first time I sat down to listen to them then was I think I went for the whole album kind of a spiel mm-hmm. you know rather than a few songs I do remember really enjoying them and then I got into the one after as well Pedestrian first mm-hmm. but actually I haven't listened to them that much in good well but I probably most likely will listen to them on the drive home tomorrow Yeah, <laughs> or even just watch that video I'm talking about it, it's like oh yeah um, it'll make you really want to listen to it I think <laughs> yeah <laughs> You hear all other like musicians talk about how much it means to them and stuff. Yeah, and it's weird too because it's like I feel like it doesn't. It's like one of those albums and one of those bands that are like really well loved, but they don't get talked about all the time. And then you watch that video, like, oh, this is a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's like there's something about I don't know his lyrics and stuff too is just amazing. His lyrics are class, and also because I, I like, I always liked the, his singing because they're, they're Scottish, aren't they? So yeah. you can kind of, you can hear one. I just personally like the Scottish accent anyway, but I like sometimes hearing it because I suppose listen to almost probably too much or like kind of like usually American based bands or something yeah. sometimes. But sometimes it's nice, even when you show me the Irish stuff, hearing the accent come through and it's just, just something really appealing to that. Yeah. Like, well, also I hear American bands on the radio all day, every day. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I have another <laughs> another nice recommendation as well, actually. Um, Scott Hutchison was on Pete Holmes' podcast. You made it weird. Um, mm. It's a really good listen. It's fucking... It gets really sad, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, there's a part where they start talking about, uh, like, depression and suicide. I think Scott says in it that he's, like, over that and he, he's... Like he th- he says something about like he would never commit suicide or he's never he, like he doesn't think that's a part of his life or something something like that, yeah. and you're just like oh, <laughs> it just has I an wish. extra weight. Yeah, at but, the time it would have been really uplifting, but in yeah. retrospect, it's very oh, it's very sad. Yeah, yeah, because like it, I love it's a great lesson still. Regarding. Yeah, because like I love the song "Swim Until You Can't See Land," and that was the line that I put in the story. But that's unfortunately how he decided to kind of take his own life, which is really yeah. sad. <laughs> oh, that stuff I, always upsets me. Hey? What's the one? Uh, what's that song called? Two seconds. Floating in the fourth is not the one where um says leave suicide to another day or something. No. Like, I don't know, it's just like, you know, because like, there's that thing where you could be like, this is like a good way of like him expressing it to get it out, and then you're, it's just unfortunate that sometimes the, the depression wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, essential album for everyone to listen to, I think. Yeah. Whereas the other stuff yeah. I recommend can be quite niche, and it's just like me going like, I love this. 
this is like this this is one where i'm this is this is one where i'm just like like, this will be widely accepted i swear (laughs) well it's more just like if you if people are listening to this and they've never listened to that album then like then give it a listen yeah definitely um yeah so let me and that uh pete holmes episode i think everyone should listen to it as well because this is very good even though it yeah. I've given you a warning about the depressing part, so now you can listen to it without being shocked by it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Oh yeah. So my um. Then for my like Irish track, I was gonna choose a song by Darren Doherty and the Heathen Choir because he he always like kind of reminds me of like Frightened Rabbit, and I'm sure he'd be very happy <laughs> to hear me say that because I there is <laughs> a big influence there. But then uh, I was talking to him a, w- a while ago about coming on the podcast at some point. So then I was like, ah, oh, there's no point. Well, not there's no point, but like... Point, but I know, yeah, you might as well wait for yeah. the sidetracked episode so it's more kind of fitting. Yeah, and if we if we do an episode, I'll be including his music on that one anyway. So I decided to choose something else. But mm. it, so actually, uh, Lauren Bird, who plays in uh, the Heathen Choir, she released a song recently called Keep Trying, which... It's not the one I've chosen, but it also fits it, ties us in quite nicely. Mm. Um, and I also mentioned her on the live uh, podcast. Uh, we were talking about like her influences, and I was saying that she uh, or she guessed the Green Day albums that I loved the most, or something like that. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah I actually can't remember. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's all all come together, and yeah. I might have mentioned the song even that I've chosen for this one, uh, Millennials, which uh, she released last year, I think. I remember seeing a video for it last year anyway, and I was just like, oh, that's really, uh, really liked it. So, mm. well, like that's because we are millennials. It's... Yeah. Well, yeah. please leave all questions at the end. Don't interrupt. <laughs> um, but yeah, here, sure, we'll listen anyway, and then uh, we'll get your clever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call them clever, but we'll get my quips out of the way then. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone 
Nice sweet song, isn't it? Yeah, I really liked yeah. it. That was uh, Millennials yeah. by uh, Lauren Bird, and check out her new song, Keep Trying. If you enjoyed that, I really enjoyed it. Can I make one shit joke? Yes, please. Please do. But the best thing about it is the length of the song. <laughs> <laughs> it's four minutes and 20 seconds, everybody. <laughs> But no, actually, I really it's a millennial thing to say. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's what I thought. Too. I was like, ah, this is a perfect, this is just so fitting. No, I actually really enjoyed it. And the video was cool too, with what I'm gonna guess were probably real headlines. Yeah, yeah, I like that as well. It's like it's um it's a lyric video, but there's little things up like um one of them was like millennials ruin mayonnaise or something like that. Yeah, millennials how millennials killed mayonnaise, how yeah. millennials are killing gyms, how they're killing marmalade. And then there was one like Irish emigrant sleeve country or like mass Irish yeah. emigrants. That was one of the ones who slipped in. I was like, that's very and I assume they're probably real yeah. or they're if they're not. Well, I, know, I definitely <laughs> have seen some of them before anyway, so they probably are all Yeah, real. that's what I was thinking as yeah. well. Yeah. That was very good, yeah. yeah. That was class. Uh, gonna gonna post that on Reddit Darling and be like, it's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed that, yeah. Lauren Bird. Yeah. Um 
Oh yeah, we need to wrap finish up by saying uh, the movies for Slapping Times Day for everyone to join us on. They're like, that's right. I was um, I was just thinking about that too. I was like, because I was like, because I was kind of like um, thinking because I'm going home and I was like, this was this is technically supposed to be my Valentine's Day with Kelly. I was like, when's Slapping Times Day then? <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't be happy to hear it's like oh yeah slap and times day um yeah so what are we gonna do i'll probably need to write these do you think we could, as well so do you think okay. we could do it over the weekend oh my god <laughs> your, your camera's off oh, i forgot because i uh thomas kelly because i missed her birthday <laughs> you can edit you can, you can edit all this personal stuff out well i was stuck in lockdown like you know it wasn't like it was on purpose yeah, i'm gonna keep but i'm gonna Take out that part where you say you missed a birthday and play it many times. Yeah, <laughs> can't make that one of my wee things. Like <laughs> we, I fucking yeah. um, just just come up and just start putting on martial arts movies. Annoy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just walk in, say nothing, and just put on like Bruce Lee or something. Yeah. Right. So what are we gonna watch? Um. Well, I think that was the only thing we had. Really decided which Jackie Chan movie we were going to watch. I think I think Legend of Drunken Master is almost yeah, the second Drunken Master one. But as far as I know, it's like it's supposed to be the the much better one. The second one, yeah. yeah. It's like one came out in the nineties and one came out like seventies, I think. Yeah, like, but yeah, the second one's supposed to be much better, from what I know. So, Legend of Drunken Master, um, the first Turtles movie. Oh, yes, that's what I forgot about. And, yes. and SWAT. And SWAT, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't really know if that's a full martial arts movie, but I'll give it a go anyway. Well, yeah, it's... It's an yeah. action movie. <laughs> yeah. We kind of started... Yeah, I think at some point action movies just got, got in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, you yeah, probably, usually lot... probably by the third movie because it's usually pretty drunk for that. Yeah, it doesn't really. The third movie doesn't really matter, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, I, mean, I can imagine myself watching the first Turtles movie and then just going like full on because isn't it like the second one where they go back in time or something, or the third one? There's one of them where they go back in time. There's one where they go to go to China or something, don't they? Is it China or is it? I think it's feudal Japan or feudal Japan, maybe. I remember. I think it is because there's like, supposed to be ninjas. There's something about like the discovery of gunpowder. That's what like all I remember and fireworks. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, that's the that must be the third one. Is it? It can't be the. I doubt that's the first one. Anyway, <laughs> first that's, that's definitely not the first one. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. First, let's see how that goes. But yeah, so people listening, watch those movies. Doesn't have to be on Valentine's, you know. If you've got something to celebrate Valentine's Day with, do it with them or watch these movies with them. Yeah. But if you've got nothing to do, watch these movies and then we'll put out a special episode where we, uh, I don't know what way we're going to do it exactly yet, but we'll think we'll work out something. Yeah, and uh, so then you can join us in the discussion of. I actually, I actually thought it was funny because I was watching. Um... Parks and Rec, and they have to think Valentine's Day, which is the day mm. before Valentine's Day, where all the girls get together. And it's like, this seems like the like boys or lad version of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah sweet. That's why people kick the shit out of well, me. The, the last day, the last time I seen Russian, she was like, "Oh, you should come. We should watch movies on uh, Valentine's Day." And I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to spend time with Demi, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Love Slapatite's Day. That's because yeah. Slapatite's Day is class. Yeah. Quite fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I so think I'm going to go... Call, uh... call, call in to our many listeners, which have yeah. increased by, I think, possibly two this week for two people that I work with. So Excellent. There we go. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go uh, watch a movie now. So, any recommendations, Tams? <laughs> I'm going to say it until you watch it, Zardoz. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'll be joking. <laughs> um, not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely not right now. You'd be in the right head space for that. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't think I've watched anything good, anything good recently. I don't think I've watched any movies recently, actually. Just give me something random. Still a bonus recommendation for everyone. Bonus recommendation. Something you love that I probably haven't seen. Something I love that you probably haven't seen. Oh, that's hard because I think you've seen a lot of the same movies. <laughs> it's like something I love is easy. Something I love you haven't seen is right. Harder. Just say something. Okay, well, maybe just say Green Mile. <laughs> Fucking top quality movie. <laughs> Green Mile. I feel like I've seen that many times. I yeah, like I've absorbed that movie from it just being on TV all, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me a second. Okay. Just say random shit. <laughs> Metropolis, nineteen twenty-seven. There, there's one for you. Uh, uh, I had to like do. Uh, I had to make all the side effects for that movie when I was in college. Oh fuck off! Really? Yeah, <laughs> it was like <laughs> a, a project where we like made the, you know, a pet sound to it. So uh, yeah, I don't know so, if I could watch that movie. It's no, like, ingrained in me. And it's like, oh. yeah. Um, I always it is, it is I'm, good good for, I'm always good for the first Alien movie. I watched that quite recently, actually. Could watch Aliens. You could watch Aliens in too. Um, I'm trying to think. I no, I know you've seen that. Um, what were you gonna say? I scattered darkly, and I was like, oh, "You've seen that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I haven't uh, seen that in a while. That could be a shout. Yeah, that's always I like. That's one of those movies that I can go back to quite a lot because if. It's just class. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Keeping all the silence in. Yeah. Could watch Batman Bad Blood. Uh, Is that new? Probably haven't seen that one. I think it came out two years ago. It's actually not too bad, if, if far as I remember. I haven't watched it in a while. It focuses more on, less on Bruce Wayne and more on the other side characters, which is kind of nice. Hmm. Um, trying to think now. I feel like, I, do you know whenever people tell you this stuff and you feel like you know you have the perfect one, but you just can't seem to yeah. think of it? Hmm. What, what mood are you in? <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. Well, seeing as you now, I'm thinking like sci-fi could be good. Well, yeah, I, 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 you just reminded me of something, so I'll I'll talk about this, and then maybe something will pop into your head. But I I mentioned mm-hmm. uh, I watched more of uh, Keepo and Age of Wonder Beasts. Mm. Um, yeah, I finished the second season there. Uh, what I think it was, um, I was last last weekend actually. Finished the second season, and I watched all of season two of The Mandalorian that as well actually. Somehow mm-hmm. it wasn't spoiled for me. <laughs> that ending. 
I don't know how it got spoiled for me like right away. I was like, God fucking damn it. Yeah, like, Cause I was actually watching, um, uh, 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 Mr. Sunday movies video today and they spoil it in that. And I was like, well, I'm so glad that I like, <laughs> like pretty fucking lucky yeah. anyway. But yeah, that was very good. And yeah, keep on age of wonder beasts. Like I think the first season I was like, that's oh, pretty good. Fun. We show this season. Like, this is actually pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited to start season three now. I'll probably do that this weekend. But yeah, just a wee uh, reminder about that show and, and a, a more sort of uh, hearty recommendation this time. Yeah, that's always good. I've always find a lot of, well, it's getting like a lot of shows can get a lot better with the second season, yeah. or you'd hope so anyway. Yeah, yeah, a couple of times where I just, just get feeling the emotions. I was like, oh. <laughs> And it's pretty badass to you, to be to be honest. <laughs> it's got that nice comedy. Um, like you're like getting pumped, and then being like, "Oh, the feels." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my emotions. <laughs> um, leave my emotions out of this. <laughs> for a fun TV show to watch, there's People of Earth. That's the only one that's coming to my head right now. That one's kind of interesting, but so to watch the second season. Um, oh, have you ever seen Attack the Block? Yes. Great movie. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Like, like, like I, I finished. It. Sorry. That's going to be like, damn it, maybe he hasn't seen that. I only watched that a couple of years ago. Like, so <laughs> you see, you never know what I actually have watched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is very hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I finished uh, the fall season two last night and I kind of want to just take a wee break before uh, getting mm. into Okay, this one is probably a bit off the wall, but I remember seeing this years ago, and I've seen it a couple of times, and I remember really enjoying it. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but it's called The Host, and it's a South Korean sci-fi film. That um, is so one probably I, subtitled. That is one I've been meaning but to watch, it, actually. But I remember watching it years ago. It was very. I remember it being that's, very, um, it very interesting. The Host is that? That's not your boy that did Parasite, is it? Uh, actually, yeah, I think it might be actually. I have a yeah, feeling I mean, at this point being it's like uh, the one that can I kick them off? I'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, fuck it. I'll go I'll watch that. <laughs> 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 it is one I've been meaning to watch anyway, so yeah. Yeah, it, that's uh, that's that's Boon Boon Jun Ho. So he yeah. did he did do Parasite, I, I, he? I haven't seen anything of his I haven't liked, so Yeah. There you go. So there's one I seen that years ago. Yeah, I've mm. seen it a couple of times, but I actually haven't watched it in ages. I remember being it's a kind movie. Of a, remember... it, it's kind of like a monster movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a monster movie, yeah. but it's a very well done monster movie. <laughs> oh, I did actually think of a, a a movie event, and it could actually be even something for us to do. Mm. Um, there's a new Godzilla versus King Kong movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. So uh, that could be something to like, because I haven't seen any of those, like Skull Island or any of the Godzillas, which are all in this, this universe. So that could be a fun thing to do if people are looking for something to do is to watch, get up to date on all those movies. I'd actually possibly, I'd definitely try those out. I haven't yeah. seen any of them. The only thing I've seen is that one clip of like the most useless death in a movie. And it's a guy tries to kill like one of these big beasts by like he's like run and he like takes off like oh you know like unpins a whole pile of like grenades and he's walking into its mouth and it turns around and hits him with its tail and he goes flying and blows up in the air. Sacrifice is completely useless. It's like ah oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Um, 
there's a guy, uh, Movie Bob, like he's he loves all the newest Godzilla movies anyway, or not uh, mm. Godzilla, all the Godzilla ones. It's like, so there's something in them anyway. Like he always, I think it was uh, whatever one came out, was it that 2019? I think one came out that was like on his top of movies of the year. So there's something worth watching for some people. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think with these, you have to be like, they're probably good. Like, you, have to, know what, I mean, you have to know what you're yeah, in for. Like, like, it's going <laughs> to be silly and probably a lot of fun. <laughs> but, but, but good fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just pure good fun, like yeah. pure enjoyment. I'm not yeah, trying to like, like get everyone. any deeper meaning out of it. Yeah. But yeah, that could be interesting because it'd be even interesting then we could go into like, the, like fucking Damien loves Godzilla and all that yeah. too. So know all about like the origin of Godzilla or, and all that. Yeah. Or Gojira. Gojira. Or Segura. <laughs> Sakura. <laughs> Sorry. Is that, is that a Tom Segura reference? Yeah, it's from a stand up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's such a brilliant sentence. Okay. <laughs> I loved it on like, uh, there's someone sent a bit clip on their podcast, on his podcast too, where someone was like, Telling him how his name is properly pronounced, it's like Thomas Segura. Yeah, <laughs> it's like nah, man. <laughs> yeah, like, no, man. That's not my name. <laughs> yeah, because his mom's. Uh, Spa- uh, she's ec- from. I want to say Ecuador. Peru, or she's or... Peru. Maybe she's Latin American yeah. anyway, isn't it? So he, like he doesn't know Spanish at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually started a podcast with his mom, and it's in Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. But yeah, I'd love that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Japanese, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Segura. <laughs> yeah, it is when you say it like that. Uh, oh, brilliant. Okay. I think I'll do this. So, yeah, we're signing off now. That's pretty good. Oh, in. Oh, dude, let's be. <laughs> Thomas Booker. <laughs> That's not racist, is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, sure, I'm going to go watch a Korean movie now. It's all the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me, yeah. <laughs> this won't be hit the air anyway. <laughs> no one listens. <laughs> this is what we what? gotta do. We've gotta be like fucking commercial, uh, and then we'll get like a, a write up in the fucking the mirror or some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be very funny. Yeah. I feel oddly pride. I don't know. I feel like someone would get fired if they wrote that story up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think someone would be like, "How did you even find this?" It's like two Donegal men were vaguely racist for for comedic effect on their podcast. <laughs> Who cares? Absolutely no. <laughs> anyway, on that note, yeah. On that note, good night, all of our faithful you are. <laughs> I was even with that, yeah.
I was doing. I was just kind of. It was really bad. I was doing Japanese and Duolingo for a while, and I can't remember a fucking word now. Is that, is that Japanese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Okay. Am I? Am I right? Now we're leaving. Domo, <laughs> arigato. Yes, I went. Oh, on side. Ah, Thomas-san. Thomas-san. All right. Okay. This is only going to get worse. So. Yeah, I feel like it is. Let's forget Doesn't mean that we should all just care less. 